0: We are back with Penny Earful, the final Penny Dreadful podcast on Bald Moves.
1: We killed it.
0: By, by popular demand and volume of feedback, we are back to talk about, to talk, to talk everyone through our complicated feelings about what happened. Mm-hmm. The, the sudden ripping of Penny Dreadful from our community. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron.
1: And I am Cecily.
0: We we are your funeral directors for t- this evening. Uh, <laughs> the
1: Undertaker, as they call me.
0: Yeah, like I I don't feel like I have a lot more to say after I had from my say last episode about uh-huh. my kind of disappointment and and, and w- unwillingness to give everyone kind of slack for the way the final season ended up happening. And my skepticism about the, the whether these were creative choices or whether these were choices forced on the creative types, mm-hmm. I assume. Do you have anything you'd like to say or we want to get right to
1: I the do. people? I have a couple of things where I kind of read back through the past couple of seasons' storylines. Okay. And uh, just a couple of things that I wish we would have expanded on. Okay. Um, if you remember season one, episode one, it was called Nightwork. And they did a fun callback this season, where Ethan explains to Malcolm that they called at Nightwork, and that's where they met, and this whole thing started. That main, uh, that main mummy, not mummy, vampire that yeah. they captured—the one the who's weird, in the opening credits—and the yeah, yeah,
0: they're dissecting, sure. And
1: he had the Egyptian glyphs all over its yep. carcass. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Dr. Lyle is an Egyptologist specifically. Mm-hmm. I just feel. I just am mourning the loss of not having that continue. You can't tell me that you set up all of that stuff for it to have not... Right. ...got into a fourth season.
0: That was all part of Vanessa's arc, too. Right. Like exactly. That's why, I'm like, this this three seasons and out bullshit, like, that might You know, George Martin intended the Song of Ice and Fire to be a trilogy, and now yeah. look at it. So, like, there's and, no effing way.
1: I mean, yeah. And Mina was definitely set up to lure vanessa in but i when it came down to it maybe they killed her too soon i don't know hmm. because it didn't seem to work out right
0: I, no it didn't it went no i mean those were all completely narrative dead ends
1: uh vestigal organs also in the first episode
0: like our our tailbone that we have Just we does, got
1: yeah <laughs> goes
0: nowhere can't wiggle it can't wag it
1: also in the first episode we got jack the ripper hints it at. Do you remember that exploded bodies all over the room? Yeah,
0: but I felt like that that also was something that contemporary London had passed by. Like, people make references to Ripper all the time, unless they're going to, oh, you're saying that they would bring him back?
1: Yeah, it seemed like the way those bodies were strewn about the room seemed like it was a supernatural creature. Yeah, like it was eventually going to go somewhere.
0: They I mean they could delve into the From Hell graphic novel for some inspiration there. But on the other hand, I felt like that that I don't know was really narrative bones. That could have been something they built on if they wanted to, but
1: yeah. Just saying yeah. those are things that I could have I could have used. Also the verbis Diablo or the, the, the devil's Bible. Mm-hmm.
0: The devil devil word, devil speech.
1: Did that ever that ever culminate in anything?
0: I mean, what do you mean? Like, they were able to translate that monk's cra- crazy speech into that's how they kind of got the twin identities of Lucifer the Lupus Day. I mean, I guess It was that... the Verbus
1: Diablo that did that, or was it just them coming to Vanessa?
0: What do you mean? The Verbus Diablo was the language that all that stuff was written in on the different bones and
1: pieces right, right. of artifacts. Right, I'm talking and that's about that's what that. she also spoke when she I'm was doing that. I'm talking about the Book of the Dead that Doctor that Joan Clayton gave her. Do you remember the book of the devil? Dead. Oh
0: right. Well, I mean, she used it to kill. She
1: used it once. Yeah. And it's and they made this big production of if you use it, there's no going back. You belong to the devil or well, that whatever means, craziness. I, I, that they kind said. of set
0: up this arc that she had forsaken her faith. Right. Like so, I guess that did pay off. Like I don't think but it fully. It didn't. Paid off. All
1: right. Because it's just as easy as saying I'm sorry and mm-hmm. having someone shoot you in the gut in the end. Right. Connection between Joan Clayton and Dr. Seward. Did we ever find that? Nope. Or was it just
0: Nope. That was I mean coincidence.
1: They just didn't want to let go of that idea. Again,
0: there's I don't believe for a second that they didn't intend to do something with that, but there was no time because they essentially had to take they essentially had to take all of this season, cram it into the first half, and then throw in an apocalyptic probably final season into the last three or four episodes yeah so all that shit that they were planning like i don't that's why i felt like the ethan's plot got rushed it's like we have to end this now so we can get back to london so we can do the apocalyptic thing and that's why like i guess i didn't understand why you were saying that this felt satisfying because to me all i saw was this unpaved road
1: i didn't say that i said that i enjoyed it immensely that i thought it was fine Okay. It could have done a lot more, but I think they did the best with what they had. Those were my words.
0: All right. I uh, and Okay. <laughs> not going to not going to argue with you again, but I just feel like these are the things where I found it profoundly unsatisfying and also, you know, I guess you have to lie to the fan base because otherwise you have to talk shit about Showtime and maybe never work for them again. But damn, damn the amount of water carrying that John had to do, Logan had to do for these guys, I think is unconscionable. Like, why can't you just say, you know what, the show had low ratings and it was expensive and we really enjoyed the work he did, but we couldn't continue to back it. Like, why can't you just say that? Why do you have to lie to us?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You're taking this very personally.
0: No, I'm, oh, I kinda. I mean, as serious as I take any television show. I mean, it's my livelihood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it when they fuck with the supply, man.
1: All right, that's it. This is the last time I'll we'll ever get to talk about it, so I wanted to mention those things. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of feedback. Let's get to it. Uh, His dudeness from the forum says, I can't believe this show is over. I just caught up with it before the season started, and now it's gone. I guess it's my fault. No, check that. It's totally Aaron and Cecily's fault.
0: Hmm.
1: Are you going to take that blame? I guess. Are you just going to take it on the chin?
0: I guess. It's the final show. Um, take it all I'm I'll be the uh, what do they call it the scape the scapegoat. Yes. That's where the you know the Israelites used to put all their sins on the one goat and then throw and then it. and kill it. And then no no exile it from so it would like, go off into the wilderness and carry it with them. No. Oh. So I'll be I'll be all the scapegoat.
1: Thought they killed it.
0: Man. Well I Makes mean they, they, I gotta they, don't get me wrong my they, evening. they killed lots of sparrows and goats and cows and all that stuff too but The scapegoat was special.
1: Uh, So Rennie says, Oh, man, I kind of feel let down by the finale. First of all, not enough Vanessa. I like all the characters, but the previous Vanessa free episode proved it, and they can't carry the show by themselves. Uh, The way they shoved Victor back into the main storyline was nearly laughable, and after spending the whole season obsessed with Lily, he was sticking out like a sore thumb from the team. Uh, Add Dr. Dr. Jekyll and Catriona to the season was pointless. Their stories did not go anywhere. I wish they would have kept Lyle on instead. John Clare finally got his redemption, only to end up utterly alone again, also throwing your child's dead body into the river. What the fuck? My favorite scene by far was Lily telling Victor about her daughter. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, why? so,
0: so Caliban John Clare said he'll get a decent funeral. He deserves at least that much and a burial. And yeah. then it's like, JK, I'm going to dump you in the river. I mean, it felt emotionally satisfying, but damn, it was a, like, that didn't connect at all.
1: Right. I don't know. Maybe it's because she wasn't a part of it that he didn't want to give him a proper funeral. I don't know.
0: I was like, that this, this also seems kind of hateful to the mother because maybe she, she turned around and, like, wanted, or do you think that he was afraid that she would get Frankenstein to dig him up? And
1: It's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. But when you throw someone in the river, you'll never see it again. That's mm-hmm. how that works.
0: Yep. They go off to the river gods. I
1: think it's pretty clear. Vanessa's death is the only way the show was ever going to end. So there is some closure on that. Still overall, I don't, I didn't much like how they wrap things up and they left too many things open. I guess it's also the shock of finding out this was the end. I'll probably see it a bit differently after a, re- a rewatch. Sad so to see Penny dreadful go. Uh, thanks Aaron and Cecily for the amazing podcast. It's been a great companion to the show. And I always love to hear your take. There's definitely a patchy curse on you guys, though.
0: You know, it's just a real bummer because you and I really... You more than I. um, But we both stretched (laughs) and made sacrifices to cover both Banshee and Penny Dreadful because we thought that's what we would enjoy and the fans would enjoy it. And I feel like maybe that's why I'm more over-the-top bitter about the way this has gone down because I kind of felt like... I put forth all this time and energy and made all these sacrifices and I got bad results for it.
1: Well, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> uh, Gretel, you don't feel
0: like a little bit like, you know, all these evenings we've sacrificed? And...
1: I don't look at it as a sacrifice, I guess. Okay. Um, Gretel B. says, we didn't even get to see Dracula reveal his true self. His eyes turn orange a few times. I guess that is could it. Kind of a bummer. I want to see him be a monster. Well, he Uh,
0: almost chokes Sir Malcolm to death.
1: (laughs) Ethan almost saw Brona again, but that will never be addressed. Mr. Lyle seems like a lock for introducing a mummy plot, but nope. So many home runs on the table just got passed up. Correctamundo. Yeah. A. Barry, which I think is Amanda Barry. Sorry, I just outed you. I wonder if Showtime had announced after last season that season three would be the last... The writers could have tightened the season arc much better, perhaps not adding characters like Katriana or Kate. And Penny Dreadful seemed to make the same mistake True Detective Season 2 made by simply having too many characters for nine episodes. Every time a character is introduced, there has to be a minimum of backstory or character exposition, which just takes screen time away from Vanessa, who was trite, though it may sound, the heart and soul of Penny Dreadful.
0: You know... That's the other thing. Um, do I believe that Showtime has a show at struggling ratings and they knew it's the final season, wouldn't advertise, like, the final climactic epic season? They want to preserve this, this, the surprise for the viewers? But here's the other thing. Get the fuck out. We
1: also... Is that they shoot television series out of order. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... It's yeah, not they don't like shoot
0: a, it chron- chronologically a lot. No. So
1: they knew from the beginning... That this is what was going to happen. Well, Vanessa they, was going to you're die. You're right.
0: They don't shoot things in order. But the way I understand it, the way the production is they kind of, the episodes come together and are written kind of sequentially. And, you know, they could have been midway through shooting the season and gotten the order that this isn't going to be continued. And then they can't reshoot what they've already done. So all they can do is try to salvage. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Like they were halfway through production and they got this directive that things were changing and then they completely went back and tried to rewrite and and work around it as much as possible. It's the only explanation that really makes sense.
1: El Gato says I have loved the show from the beginning that said this was a very disappointing finale to the season and series for me. In my opinion, the previous two finales would have been more satisfying series finales. I really liked the first half of the season as I watched it. However, Seeing where it ended up seems so much like wasted time. The resolution of Ethan's story with his father seemed perfunctory, as others have said the introduction of new characters diluted our time with returning characters. I like the new characters, but there wasn't enough time for everyone. In particular, that Vanessa had pretty much zero time with Malcolm or Ethan is bizarre. Mm Mm-hmm. There will. There were still wonderful moments in the season, Vanessa's bottle episode in particular, and I will miss the world and the characters who inhabit it.
0: I mean, right? Doesn't it feel like that's everything was just humming along and making sense? Yeah. And then we get to the halfway point, and it all went to shit.
1: Yep. Travis says, I'm on board with the disappointment. There were definitely parts that I enjoyed pretty much everything with Lily and Dorian, and for the most part, Victor though I do agree with the sentiment that it was really silly at the moment where, Oh, Hey, there's Victor. Come on old buddy. Let's time for the climax. <laughs> but you could seriously hear the typewriters clacking at a deafening volume and frenetic pace. I really enjoyed the season up until, and including just to a lesser extent Sunday, even though I am critical of it. And I will forgive them a sloppy ex or, I'm sorry. Sloppy conclusion. Given that I am certain that it was forced upon them by needing to wrap everything up very rapidly and against what I imagined were their future plans but it wasn't great and I wish better for the show I think the most glaring of all of it was Dracula just basically taking off without a word since he realized Vanessa was dead yeah not even a cheesy Darth Vader no it was a wordless oh well you win some you lose some I'm out of here
0: is that how ultimate evil again he's Philip prince of insufficient light (laughs) he is not the prince of darkness yes
1: yes Uh, It was bizarre and dumb. All that said, the action was fun, even if I wish the vampires would have put up at least somewhat of a fight. And I did ultimately enjoy hanging out with all of these great characters one last time. Also, I think both politicians in the race for the president could benefit from hiring Caliban's PR staff. Talk about image rehab. Adobo 1148 says, When you think about it, Vanessa's death is entirely Lyle's fault. It was his idea for her to go see Dr. Seward. She tells her to do something she's never done before. She goes to the museum of night creatures right into the waiting arms of the enchanting Dr. Acula. She fucks him. Pestilence ensues. Night creatures out in full force. Frogs start clogging up the plumbing.
0: cautionary tale about STDs.
1: (laughs) Damn you, Lyle. (laughs) Did uh, John Clare not explain to his wife how hard it is to reanimate a dead body? For Christ's sake, he witnessed firsthand Lily Brona's rebirth apart from the pushing of buttons and moving of levers. You need a fucking bolt of lightning to reanimate a dead body. Have they looked outside? All that's outside is night creatures and pestilence. His wife gives him this ultimatum that even if John Claire wanted, wouldn't exactly deliver anytime soon. On a side note, I'd love to hear Victor say we need 1.21 gigawatts to an- reanimate a body. Gigawatts. <laughs> that would be nice.
0: Yeah, it'd be funny if he pronounced it correctly. Uh, uh. Yeah, I. Mm, I mean, yeah, I, I. Was there no thunder and lightning? You can get thunder and lightning, and
1: not in pestilence.
0: In, uh, fact. in also fact. very low key Armageddon. Yeah, you know, like the fact that there was going on for several weeks and people were debating whether it was Armageddon. Which right. Kind of tells me it's not Armageddon.
1: Everyone still showed up at work every day. I
0: want to see the moon? Like it's turn not to Armageddon blood, if I have to go to work. The sea giving up, it's dead, and you know, yeah. Locust with man faces and scorpion tails. Roman, like that's 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 Armageddon that I'm familiar with.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, jovial Falcon says, since I don't watch Orange is the New Black, I guess I will see here, uh, Aaron and Cecily on Telltale's The Walking Dead season three in the fall.
0: Probably. We'll Plus, see. don't we have the? I mean, we'll American see. American Horror Story.
1: Hmm. Yes, if you're an American Horror Story fan. We will consider returning for that,
0: <laughs> like we could stay away I don't
1: know maybe we'll find another show to ruin
0: last season was good last season i yeah how how did we how did we how did we ruin American horror story last season? come on now it had lady Gaga mm. in it mm-hmm i had, it had it,
1: the, the thing about that show is it doesn't need anyone to ruin it <laughs> that's true It's kind of a hot mess, <laughs> yeah, it suits our style Jesus. Is this what I become? Michelle says, is anyone else getting the urge to find these actors in whatever else they've done just so we can see them on screen again? I'm missing them already. In particular, aside from Eva Green and Rory Kinnear, I was really into Reeve Carney and Simon Russell Beale. That is Dorian and Dr. Lyle. I yes
0: I, uh, so there's a couple of ideas uh number one ava green and the th- new three well the new Mrs. 300 movies is, uh, is terrible for
1: peculiar children
0: that looks interesting i kind of want to see her in the new um sin city because i haven't seen that yet
1: the new the the second sin city i wouldn't yeah. say it's new anymore um but yeah she's super naked for most of it
0: there you go another i kind of
1: josh hartnett's in that too isn't he
0: Yes, he, Well, he's in the first one, I know. Yes, he is. Um, I also have had a hankering to go back and watch the Timothy Dalton Bonds. Because <laughs> everyone talks about those as if they were criminally underrated. And I don't think I... I know I've seen them, but I was way too young to appreciate a very adult take on Bond when I had just been raised on Roger Moore. So I kind of want to go back and see, see those as well. Was are Living Daylights, and then I uh, forget what the other one was. Or
1: you could watch something new even though we've rewatched the same things over and over. And I'm trying to get you on this black mirror. That that show uh, is very interesting. No, the first episode, the first episode has Rory Kinnear. And it also has, um, the actor who played Dr. Jekyll.
0: Okay, fine. I'll watch this goddamn black mirror. I don't remember. We got a long holiday weekend coming Uh, up, but have you seen the rocketeer. Maybe another fantastic Timothy Dalton performance. He plays a Nazi sympathizer. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i I, i've seen some of black mirror so the first episode at least and it's got what's her name sybil from down abbey's in the second episode oh i like her she's not in the show but uh, i figure you'll be into that right you're just just
0: just rambling about random actors names now i am playing. you're free associating
1: (laughs) all right abigail abigail writes in and she's got a doozy are you ready are you strapped I am in?
0: Sort of. I'm pr- appropriately uh, restrained.
1: She has thoughts about each and every character. Vanessa in the latest podcast, Aaron, Aaron, excuse me. Pretend you didn't hear that. Made really good points about why it was so bleh for Vanessa's ending to be no more than "I can't take it anymore, so kill me with an unquestioning sure." From Ethan, my only defense for the show in this case is that the whole strong person who cannot go under the weight of their own demons is such a staple of the gothic romantic gothic horror genre that it seems appropriate for penny dreadful i give it a pass for the same reason that i give the characters randomly spouting off poetry and vague flowery angsty speeches a pass but for the same reason i gave dorian's single tear of rejection angst a pass in season one it's ridiculous but unreasonably overdramatic poetic ridiculousness is part of this world vanessa's death is the culmination of all that unreasonably overdramatic poetic ridiculousness Whew. And yet I make the this defense of her death with bitterness in my heart. Oh no, help! I'm starting to write like them. Catriona's. Do you wo- want me
0: to shoot you in the in the in the abdomen? Is it too, you've gotten to be too much? <laughs> yes. It sounds like sounds like you're just really tormented. <laughs> yes. You can't go on.
1: Uh, Catriona's. We need a spy speech. And Vanessa's strength throughout the rest of the series makes a complete lack of her. In these final episodes, a really bad narrative writing choice. I would be much less angry if she was more present instrumental in the lead up to her own death. You know, when I think about it, I was trying to think about why it didn't seem like a suicide in a in a, in a a mental health stance so much as... Um, Euthanasia? As uh, giving yourself to God, I guess. Hmm. Isn't that her thing? Yeah, like, sure. Like you could live in darkness forever or you could die and go to heaven. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever you people believe.
0: You could fo- you could you could follow Jesus long enough to see yourself become the villain. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what Two Faced exactly. said. Right? That's what Harvey Dent said. Yes. Uh I mean that's the thing. Like you can look for the bright side and talk about the show's style and over the top floweriness as a as a way to kind of smooth over these, but to me I just see all the missing pieces and what could have been, and it's a bummer.
1: Yes, I didn't want her to die. Ethan, so this whole lupus day thing really was not delivered on. But okay, going for the emotional storyline rather than the narrative storyline. Ethan has a family and a decent father figure, and he's going to be more or less okay. As I mentioned earlier in the season, uh, I'm sorry. As I mentioned before, I really like the juxtaposition between Ethan's inverted Lord's Prayer from the dinner with his father and Vanessa's genuine one in the finale.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: his arc... Into evil and then back out had felt more motivated because it was on the verge of being compelling, but was not. Maybe because I couldn't figure out why he was so committed to killing his bio dad, so I really couldn't figure out why he was committed enough to killing it that he was willing to give in to Hecate. Jared was clearly a nasty guy, but does not seem to have done anything specifically awful against Ethan, except be a bad dad. Well, Um, and just
0: to be generally awful the way a lot of people in the West were to indigenous population and their workers and, yeah.
1: Yeah, all those things.
0: Yeah. He did not seem like evil incarnate. And then they went and made the mistake of having the people he was fighting against be kind of morally ambiguous as well. It it was a a rush job. What are you going to do? Right. You cast a guy... Who plays, you know, bureaucratic evil so well, and mm-hmm. you just hope for his jowls to yeah. carry the the what's what you're missing.
1: Right, it's the it's the faceless stormtroopers, right?
0: Mm.
1: Like you give your heroes a backstory and a personality and something right. to root for, and you see their lives and their families, and you mm-hmm. are suddenly emotionally attached. Yeah. Where the guys they're killing, you don't get to know those guys. Right. They're just there. They're just. And they just catch bullets. Mucs. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm, yet another child figure dead. I'm really annoyed that he didn't even get a single moment of interaction with Vanessa in the latter part of the season. Hell, Kate and I interacted with Vanessa more than Malcolm did, which is a pity, especially since the season began with such delightfully caring letters sent between the two.
0: There's ships passing in the night, the <laughs> eternal night.
1: Yeah, it's perpetual
0: a, night, I'm sorry.
1: Perpetual dark. Oh, God damn it. Is it Maybe eternal perpetual night, perpetual night? dark? Blessed dark. Blessed dark. Uh, for me, the core Jesus. of the show I'm turning is, into
0: my mother, man. I'm going to be doing this Search for Blue November shit. It's mm-hmm. already started. I just did it. God know, damn it. I know. Can you shoot me in the gut? No. It's too painful. I don't want to go on. <laughs> I'm going
1: to suffer you to live. <laughs> uh, the core of the show has always been the interpersonal relationships, and Vanessa has always been the nexus of those relationships. I'm frustrated that we got no emotional closure for Malcolm and Vanessa- Uh, well,
0: Jesus, by emotional closure, you're talking about them boning, right?
1: No, Malcolm and Vanessa. Oh, sorry, that Jesus. would be. Well, they they Cru- boned. Well, they did bone
0: in Satan form.
1: Yeah, uh, Victor redemption arc. What redemption arc? He's a re- here's a redemption moment, and then she makes like that. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> visual gag does not work. That should work well enough. You
0: did the essentially space ball salute.
1: Yeah, insert long suffering sigh here. I do like that he hooked back up with the season one gang, even if it was uh, unreasonably hilarious, hilariously contrived. I love Seward and Catriona, but there's a part of me that thinks that if they insist on ending the show like this, it should be with Victor, Ethan, Malcolm and Vanessa alone facing off against Dr. Dracula. Agreed.
0: You you know, the other thing is I read on, and I don't know if this is true. This is something I've read on the internet. I'm Ah, I'm, I'm trumping It must be true. Uh, I've heard that there is a Penny Dreadful graphic novel series in the works.
1: That's what I heard on the internet, too.
0: In which case, it really grinds my gears that they decided to half-ass a a very final finale. Because there's not a whole hell of a lot of room where they can tell other stories within the main arc of, you know, Ava... uh, I'm sorry, Vanessa and Ethan and Malcolm and them all, their association together. Right. Like, we kind of saw all that in real time. Yeah. It's not like you can just be like, oh, in this two-year period where you don't know, really know, they're having other adventures. They had other adventures. Like it's just annoying. Like I, get, I hope the graphic novel series just proceeds as if the finale never happened, because <laughs> man, there is a lot of cool bones to tell stories on, on, mm. on and hang, hang a bunch of muscle, musk, muscle, Yeah. hang a bunch of muscle fiber, <laughs> John- and, and intestines, and blood vessels. <laughs> Those is lots All of right. stuff that you can put on them bones. <laughs>
1: john Clare had a resolved arc and a reasonably satisfying send-off even if he never really had to confront his own past assholery i kind of resent him for being the only one to have a satisfying conclusion i do agree with his decision not to ask victor to bring his son back um
0: first of all i think i think victor would just scream at him no like, yeah. I, I don't know if Victor would, if he even went back and asked. He'd be like, you know what? Now you can take the gun and hold it in my head and pull the trigger. I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, he'd be like, Game of Thrones, spoiler. Just walk out the window. <laughs> uh, Dorian, I have a soft... That's a sp- great
0: spoiler, because if you're not caught up in this, you have no idea what the hell that means. Yeah.
1: I have a soft spot for Penny Dreadful's Dorian, since I felt from the beginning that he's the best adaptation I've seen from the book. I was okay that he didn't get picture stabbed though part of me wanted Lily to do it in the midst of so many character resolutions that make me actively angry I come out as neutral on this on his I did really love that he seemed so very unsurprised when Lily came back as herself it's clear that he sent her to the science corner just to get her out of the way long enough to clean the house I knew that there was no way he just needed a break
0: from the whores they're cackling and they're smoking and their bloody limbs it was just all too much
1: Lily had just about zero resolution, which I guess is better than a bad resolution. I'm still annoyed by the surprise interjection of a dead baby plot at the end of the season. Lily had enough motivation without that, and I did not need more backstory added to her character.
0: Well, it did give her like an almost an Emmy moment, though. It
1: did. A couple.
0: Yeah. Like that, that thing where she's just like, don't take this from me. I don't. Because they'd played the other cards about her just, you know, regular old garden variety of horror abuse uh, already so much that, that having that extra thing geared that they could kick in. You know, it doesn't mount to hill of beans in the end, but yeah. it was a nice moment for that actress. Holy shit. She
1: is someone I'm very excited to see what she does next. Um, especially when it was clearly added solely up to her angst quotient. Also, the one thing that I really wanted from the season was an Ethan-Lily confrontation. I didn't need it back when she was being sweet and innocent as a newborn undead, but I really wanted to see what a meeting between Ethan who has been through even more shit and Lily, who still has grown inside her, but has gone monstrous, would look like. It's still possible that's the untold plot line I mourn the most.
0: That would have been an awesome... Uh... I mean, we, we talked about that last year, how like when they're all at that party, you're like, oh my God, shit's going to go down because there's all these characters meeting and with new identities and they that never paid off at all.
1: Yep. Bonus round. I could have really loved ye. Oh, I'm sorry. Catriona. I could have really loved ye since I hardly knew ye. Your mysteriousness graded. Insert longer suffering sigh here. Jekyll, if they weren't going to be... Oh, was I supposed to sigh? <sighs> Jekyll, if they weren't going to be actually do the Jekyll-Hyde plot, I do like how they nodded it into the finale. That said, I'm sad that they won't get to do the Jekyll-Hyde plot in full. I was prepared to be really, really interested in that character's development. You
0: never go full Jekyll.
1: <laughs> Sembene, why has no one even mentioned him in like an entire season?
0: Malcolm made a offhand Malcolm and Ian, Ethan both made one single solitary offhand reference to him not even by name right yes pretty pretty terrible pretty terrible yes
1: uh Ethan has angsted ex- has angsted explicitly about ch- this is a hard sentence to get through. Ethan is angsted explicitly about just about every other thing he can think of, but hasn't even said Simbene's name. The only conclusion I can draw from this is that Simbene's death at the end of season two is really just for shock value and not at all for narrative purposes. And I'm still angry. That's a great point. And I've mentioned this a couple of times, but just one more time and I'll bring it home. Ethan seemed in this season to have control over himself and his wolf-like state. Like I said, he stopped and reacted to Kate and a turning into wolf. And
0: I, 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 you didn't call me on my shit on that because I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. He's an, un, he's, an un, he's an unthinking beast in this mode. But you're right. You actually did see recognition because he totally recognized and was shocked.
1: Yeah. And I I mentioned it when he did the same thing to Hecate when they were fighting.
0: You're probably right about all that stuff. That's and,
1: pretty sloppy. But when you recognize a friend, you can't stop. Right. I did have a problem right. with that. Yeah. Overall, she well concludes... it's, it, it, fellow
0: hell beasts. It's like you know professional courtesy among sharks. You don't know, bite each other.
1: <laughs> Is that true?
0: I know that's a lawyer joke that I fucked up and made into a naturalist comment.
1: <laughs> I've never, but I've never heard of a shark biting another shark. That totally happens all the time. I did see I a guess picture how, on the internet of I a get, shark that ate another shark today.
0: I so I was seeing that it must be Shark Week because like. Yeah. um there was a radio right you're talking about the one that had like a radio collar implanted it, and then it like went to like it submerged like 2,000 feet mysteriously and it was then later recovered floating and they found that it was yeah another sh- yeah. another bigger shark ate it yeah so there you go fucking they eat each other <laughs> also knew they like, just a- don't bite each other because that's no, rude well i guess in like when great whites get down and fuck a lot of times they bite each other to get like uh purchase for their clasping that's hot i know right shark on shark clasping it's all about the gorilla dicks and the shark class.
1: We got to get home to watch this shark on shark class thing. On Shark we're Week, we're
0: missing some va- some some <laughs> hot shark. It's all about the shark after dark, where you see the just fucking hot messes <laughs> of minor discovery celebrities, humans
1: and sharks alike,
0: getting drunk and saying a bunch of stuff they probably are going to regret come the morning.
1: Okay, moving on. Really to- excited about Shark Week. Yep. Uh, hey,
0: you want to turn this into a Shark Week podcast? We can we can cover Shark Week. Day by day, blow by blow. Let's do it. (laughs) What would we call that podcast? Shark Talk? No. No. That's beneath us. No. Sharky Earful?
1: (laughs) We are not going to sit here and brainstorm podcast Shark is the new
0: cast? (laughs) Shark Speak. Just did it. Shark Speak.
1: God damn it. (laughs) God damn it. Now we have to do an entire Shark Week podcast. I know. I know. Okay. Um lisa s says
0: oh god damn it <laughs> speaking of going hard on our listeners
1: <laughs> um she says this person i don't know says if ethan was the wolf of god and dr acula's only real fear and he was the only one hunting vanessa down this entire time why not have a showdown between ethan and dr acula for vanessa Ethan wins, and Vanessa is free of all of her demons. I can understand her not wanting to continue on if her whole life would be filled with being chased and taunted by demons, but wouldn't that have ended it? Not really, because hell still awaits you.
0: Mm. Can I also say that one of my prouder moments is the fact that the the near universal uptake of Dr. Acula to describe Dr. Sweet Dracula. It fills
1: my heart with such joy. Though... (laughs) What did you fee- say? With such
0: dro- droi? droy, droy, Droid? droy? because... Is that dread and joy all mixed intermingled? Yes,
1: because if you wrote Dracula and your feedbacks, I'm uh-huh. reading it as Dr. Acula. Oh,
0: God. That's, are, are you really? Because I'm just thinking that everyone is just always talking about Dr. Acula. Well,
1: it's 50-50 split, I think. Okay. She wrote Dracula. Everyone else wrote Dr. Acula.
0: Come on, Lisa. Get with it.
1: Jesus, Lisa. Expect better of you. <laughs> I can understand her not wanting to continue... Wait. Yep, I already read that. Once Lily gave her speech to Dr. Frankenstein and finally truly reflected on her daughter, I think that is where her change of heart came in. Instead of continuing with a legacy of revenge, she decided to leave that behind her and move forward. I think she knew the worst thing she could do to Dorian was to leave him alone. I felt really heart-punched on his speech thing. (laughs) Remember Lily has also has only been immortal for a short period of time and does not feel the agony that Dorian feels on seeing everything his life of course his yeah his life change and leave him. Yeah. Reminds me of interview with the vampire. What's to say that Lily won't feel that same way hundreds of years later and yes, come back because Dorian is the only one that feels the way she does. I mean it reminds you of every argument.
0: immortal story ever. This is this is all this is a true blood deal, this is an interview with the vampire deal, this is yeah. a fucking Twilight deal. Like you can't talk about immortals without him being fucking jaded as shit. Yeah highlander
1: and then they die Mm -hmm. (laughs) they get jaded and then they die um adorable she wrote john st clair honestly i thought he was going to walk his son into the water and drown with him i would have liked to see you know what
0: that would have been interesting too right just give up his life i don't even know if he can i don't know if he i don't know did they breathe Do they require breath
1: uh i don't know they're immortal what does that mean?
0: Well, there's all kinds of difference in mortal. There's a mortal, like, you can only die by having your head cut off or not at all. There's a mortal, like, you're proof against all forms of, like, mortality. But if someone shot you, you'd die. Like, you're not going to die of natural causes. It's just a Is a like, you and do a bunch thing. of
1: electrified heroin?
0: Well, I mean, it does seem like what would kill, like, Dorian Gray? The only thing to kill Dorian Gray was destroying his painting, right? Whereas Brona... I think if you just shot her in the head, she'd die. Yeah. She's like the Lady Gaga in American Horror style of Immortal.
1: Or stabbed her in the heart or something.
0: Maybe that would do it. She's got unnatural vigor.
1: Uh, she continues. Speaking of which, I really thought he was at her grave. At the very end, we were going... Uh, when I, I'm sorry. When Jesus. When together. he was at Vanessa's grave at the very end, we were going to get a Carrie moment with her hand coming out of the grave showing she actually didn't die. <laughs> that
0: would have been... You know what? It would have been fun. That would have been fucking rad because you can build on that with a graphic novel series Hell, or a movie.
1: Yeah, you can. Maybe that's where the graphic novel picks up.
0: Like we, we couldn't even get some dirt levitating up like that half ass Superman versus Batman I guess I don't shit. have
1: a problem with her dying when I think of it in Harry Potter terms. Like, self Sacrifice, not so much as killing yourself, but self sacrifice for the greater good. Uh yeah, but what if
0: Hagrid's carrying Harry's body back to Hogwarts and all of a sudden the credits just roll? That's what we got. You didn't get the other half of that. And we never will, unless you read the graphic novels. And the thing is, is like I'm gonna read the graphic novels, but the art better be fucking awesome. I mean, if he
1: was carrying Harry's body back, and then Voldemort just fucked off with all the Death Eaters, then yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. He just like just literally looked disappointed and exit stage left.
1: Fuck, yeah. I really hated seeing Vanessa die at the end because that leaves no room for renewal of the series. Perhaps another network would pick it up for a movie like Netflix. Net- yes, However, Netflix However, her death reminded me of the Breaking Bad finale and that it just left such finality to it. It really made you feel the loss. And uh, she says, I think uh, overall it was a great series. It ended too soon. I think one more season would have been the best but uh, money over quality. Thanks for your coverage. Yes, I agree. Cecily should cover a few other Walking Dead and end the misery.
0: (laughs) See, I feel like this was a natural five series, that this one would have been about Ethan's redemption and Vanessa's return to her faith. uh, Season four would be all about investigating Vanessa's, you know, the the Egyptology shit and the mummy and the fact that she's got this Egyptian demon inside her. Mm -hmm. And then season five would be Dr. Acula and Satan's battle for her. Season five. Yeah. I wanted five. I think I felt like naturally the way they were setting this up, it'd be a five season run.
1: I would have been fine with one more.
0: I'm just saying that like what I saw. You're right. I mean, I guess the Egyptian demon story could have also brought on the apocalypse.
1: Right. I mean, because that's how it started. It started with one demon or vampire demon monster with hieroglyphs and then you go sure. to Egypt and that's where Doctor Acula actually was, yeah. right? And the other thing or maybe is maybe she defeats Doctor Acula this season. It, next season she fights the devil. Right. In Egypt
0: or like we talked about the <laughs> Voltron, the and shit. The Voltron so Devil where they, yeah. they combine. I I'm just you know right. or if they they could have probably with ten episodes wrapped it up in this season if they knew from the start. Yeah. But whatever. It was always meant to be this way.
1: Whatever um and that's 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 it that's it that's it that's you're all you'll, that's you're all stalin. you'll ever get. I must be from Russia because I am Stalin.
0: <laughs> must be a brutal Russian dictator because you're stalin <laughs>
1: yeah that's that's the last we'll ever get. that's the last you'll ever hear from us. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of good time brainstorming names for the show. Making amazing artwork and hilarious Just imagine
0: this with really disappointed looks on her face and we're going to exit podcast left.
1: Actual tears streaming down my face and then I fuck off.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, as far as I know, unless something changes, that we'll be back in October-ish for American Horror. Mm. But you never know. You never know.
1: You never know. What? No. You're going to hear from me on Orange is a New Black.
0: Yes, that's true. We still have a couple episodes to, to wrap that up with yes and then like i said we'll we, we will uh if you if you got another show you want us to kill send it in to uh penny penny earful <laughs> at bald move.com we're talking about it on the forums. there's a whole cecily has the undertaker thread going on now that we thought was delightful yeah i'm
1: enjoying you, that
0: but did you see uh someone actually posted uh like i feel like we need a you as the undertaker photoshop although no one really knows what your face looks like
1: excellent there's... i walk amongst you <laughs> 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 you know not who I am, some
0: kind of Egyptian demon <laughs> uh Kotex, the ancient Egyptian demon of blood plagues, hey, my
1: vagina does not <laughs> define me,
0: uh but you define All the your time. vagina I
1: do
0: uh we will be back at an unspecified point in the future,
1: yeah, just as
0: befits our mysterious walks amongst you, nature uh, until then, I may run
1: and I'm Cecily
0: good evening.